0: And beheld the plain of Jordan, and that it was well watered everywhere before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, uh, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zohar. Then Lot chose him, all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves, uh, the one from the other. Abraham dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. But the men of Sodom were wicked and, and sinners before the Lord exceeded So if you look at that exchange right there, what do we find? We see something about the character. We see something about the character of Abel. But we also see something about the character of Lot. Anybody know? Remember we talked about that recipe for peace and what it takes to have peace uh, between one of the S. Well...
1: The place to go that looked the best mm-hmm. as far as you know, maybe one way looked better, one way didn't look so good, and mm-hmm. so he just took it upon to better. Okay, yes, uh, that was uh, agreeable. Okay, that was agreeable.
0: Yes, ma'am. Uh, well, he focused on what his physical eyes
1: see, like he did in the survey.
0: Now, what you're saying there is true in the fact that, okay, like what Nico said and what Sister Aisha said, that um, his choice was heavily influenced by what he could see. That's one thing, right? Uh, What he could see, and all he could see was the surface. But if we take it a little deeper, or we look a little closer at their relationship, what's the relationship between Abram and Lot? Uncle, nephew. Uncle, nephew. And... Um, a lot of if I can say it, a lot of what Lot had was due to whom? Abram. Abram. Um, between the two of them, which uh, which was which, which was older? Abram, Abram right? So uh, when Abram decides to make this decision, choose. What does life do? But go back to the relationship, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You would think now uh, that, um, what's that old adage? Uh, Age before beauty. Remember that? People say that age before beauty. Well, and and when people say that, that's out of Respect. respect, right? So out of respect... What should I have done? What he wanted to first. Yeah, he should have deferred <laughs> to Abram. But he readily took the choice. He readily took the opportunity, didn't he? Because now, based on uh, the customs and the family structures uh, in ancient times, the older was the superior. The older uh, would should be given uh, should be deferred to. So if you ever, uh, it's just like a case where you might say to somebody, um, um, you go, but then they say, no, 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 no. I insist that you go. Out of respect for you. So it already says there, by a lot, readily taking that opportunity, what's that saying about it? Huh? Uh-huh. He's focused on self, which connects right with Carnality, because of looking what looks good to me, right? And this, this is this, this is a um, this here is a, uh, a, a principle that goes throughout uh, all time. and even applies today. Uh, if you remember, um, if you remember Samson, Samson, uh, he chose his first wife based on what? No, what looked good to him, despite the fact that she was what? was that? A Philistine. Despite the fact that she was a Philistine, he still said, and they were sworn enemies of God's people at the time, despite the fact that they were enemies of God, he still told his parents, go get her for me, right? And then his parents said, can't you find somebody amongst us? But Samson said, what? This is who I want, what I want, go get her. (laughs) Lot." Looked at the relationship, he didn't think about the gratitude, he didn't think about all that God had done for him through Abram. Had it not been for Abram choosing to bring Lot, because originally uh, uh, Abram was supposed to leave his own family, Mm -hmm. right? But he chose to bring Lot, and Lot is a wealthy man now, and he's wealthy because of being with Abram. So you would think out of appreciation, and even in conflict, the situation that we have, and we're trying to seek peace, Abram shows that he was unselfish. Yes? So, so you think that lots of attitudes carried over to his herd? Absolutely. Uh, ab- absolutely, because it, 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 uh, he's the head. Remember, at those times, this is in the, uh, uh, what, what period of time is this? Patriarchal. Patriarchal, which means that it was the head of the family, which of the whole family was Abram. But they both had they both had herdsmen, and they had a great influence over their herdsmen and their families. So oftentimes uh, the the tribe or the clan will take uh, they will take only characteristics of the leader, right? And so what we have there, he was thinking about self being carved. Yes.
1: So <clears throat> what Lot should have done was to tell his uncle that he choose his yeah. destination first, yeah. and he
0: okay. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I appreciate that, um, but you should choose first because you are the only out of appreciation and gratitude for what you've done for me, how you've done for me, all that you've done for me. You should be the one who makes the decision. Yes? I think maybe he may have lost respect for Abram from what he had seen going into Egypt and telling the lie and That could be, that could be, uh, that could be, but at the same time, even if he lost respect for Abram as, for telling a lie, right, he still in that relationship has so much, uh, in a sense, that he owes Abram, you see, because, yeah, you see flaws and all, but at the same time, it's because of, you know, because here's the thing, even if he lost respect for Abram, for what Abram did, lie. He didn't refuse any of the benefit of it. Right? So you see something already in, this char- in the character which helped him to pitch his tense toward Sodom. All right? So uh, what we're moving now is to Genesis uh, 14. Genesis 14. And... Uh, <laughs> I want us to read, um, uh, Maya, I want you to read verses 18 uh, through
1: 21. Then Melchizedek, uh, king of Saul brought up bread and wine. He was the priest of God, most high, and he blessed him and said, blessed be Abraham God, most high, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God, most high, who has delivered your enemies. And hand, and he gave him a tenth of,
0: a, of all. Now the king of Solomon said to Abram, give me the persons and take the goods for yourself. Alright. So, whenever you're going through a study of Genesis, there's one guy that you should never ever skip over. Melchizedek. You should never ever skip over Melchizedek. Melchizedek is uh, a special person. Uh, he's a special person in scripture, and he's also uh, what is known as, uh, he's a type of Christ. Um, so, before we get to Melchizedek, um, I want us to, want to go through uh, Genesis uh, 14, bring us up there, up to speed. But while we're doing that, I want you to think of Without looking at your little Bible notes on, that, on the page, I want you to, to think of, or write down, what you know about Melchizedek. What do you know about Melchizedek? All right, so then it says, And it came to pass, in the days of uh, Amaraphale, king of Shinar, the Ariok king of Elessar, um, king of Elam, entitled uh, king of nations, that they, these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with Bersha, king of Gomorrah, Shinnab, king of Ad- Adma, and Shimeber, Chim- Chim- king of uh, Zeboam, and the king of Bela, which is in Zoar. All these were joined together in the vale of Sidon, which is, which is the salt of sea. Twelve years they, they served uh, Chedolimur, and in the thirteenth year they, they rebelled, and in the fourteenth year, uh, Chedorlaomer, the kings, the kings that were with him, and smote the Raphams, and Ashtaroth and Carnaim and Zeusims and Ham and the Eamims e- e- in Sheba, Perithim, and the Horites in, in their mount Seir unto El Paran, which is by the wilderness. And they returned and came to em- in Mephis- the em- which is in Kadesh, and smote all the country. Of the Amalekites and all the Amer- uh, Amorites and dwelt in uh, hazor Tamar and there went out the king of Sodom, the king of Gomorrah, the king of Adma, and the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, the same as Zoar, and they joined battle with them in the vale of Siddim, with uh, Chedorlaomer, Chido- the king of Elam, with the king of nations, and Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Eriah, king of El Elasar, four kings with five. and the Baal of Sidon was full of uh, slime pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled and fell there, and they were and, and and they that remained fled to the mountain, and they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all of their victuals vit- 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 and went their way, and they and they took Lot. Abr- Abram's brother, brother's son, excuse me, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods and departed. And there came one that had escaped and told Abram, uh, the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, the Amorite, brother of Eshcol brother of Amir. These were confederate with Abram. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken, captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house. 318 and pursued them unto Dan. He divided himself again, uh, he divided himself against them, and he in the service by night and smote them and pursued them unto Hobah, which is is on the left hand of Damascus. And he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother Lot and his goods and the women also and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of uh, Chib- Chibirach, of the kings that were with them in the valley of Sheba which is the king, which is the king's dead. Now, what I want to ask you, um, as we as we come up to verse eighteen, um, the the four kings they made a an egregious mistake when they took when they took Lot. Why? made an egregious error when they took life. Yes. Right. they so they scooped him up along with everybody else, right? And they it says something. Uh, there's there's a message there right now even though Lot had um, shown his unselfishness I mean his selfishness uh, even though he had chose to go toward uh, go to Sodom and Gomorrah uh, even though he was more focused on uh, self and service at that time uh, said something also about God what does it say about God He shows his grace and mercy. His grace and his mercy. He will still still, uh, extend a hand of of (coughs) deliverance to those who belong to him, who are called by his name, who are still connected to uh, his his people. So Lot was one of his because he was connected with Abram. And so at that point, God said, Go get him, right? You go get. You go get a, a, a lot, and bring it back. They have no right. They have no right to take mine. And see, it's a thing that we have to understand all the time. That, uh, excuse me, God is always, always, always concerned about the welfare of His people. He's always watching, and He always He'll have a problem with the treatment of His people by the enemies, by the people in uh, the surrounding areas. He, he has a problem. With so, so again, sometimes we get very caught up in uh, what's going on around us, but God's grace and mercy is ever present, not to mention uh, being in his favor, and he went and made sure that uh, Lot was to be rescued. <coughs> so then we get up, uh, we get here to verse 17 and 18. It says, now, who who, who has some stuff about Yes. Yes? King of Satan, a high priest, yes? Um, he had no beginning and no end, and he was without
1: parents.
0: No beginning and no end. Anybody else? He was
1: a king tonight. Okay. What's that? Abram gave him a
0: tenth. He paid tithes to him. All right. Uh, first, you need to take your hood off. <laughs> so, Carrera, how could a guy have no beginning and no end? That's a good question. (laughs) Maya, how could a person have no beginning and no end? What you got there, uh, Marlene? If he doesn't All right. So here's the thing. Melchizedek is here, and he's here for a purpose. And it's very valuable in knowing who Melchizedek is. Okay? And, and, here, and here's what we want to see here. That Melchizedek, Caleb, um, oh, so um, read that. far away. That's Salem. Salem. Now, Melchizedek's name is broken into two parts. And it literally means, uh, it means, and we'll see here in just a second. So we'll see King of Salem, which means the King of Salem, he was a priest of the Most High God. Right? Now, it's only talking about one God. So evidently, that tells us that other than Abram and his family, there were people who were doing what? There were people who were worshiping God, right? And then we see here that the next thing, uh, read that, Cheyenne. The meaning of his identity, king of righteousness, king of peace. So he's the king of righteousness. His name literally means king of righteousness, king of peace, right? Now catch that. Uh, King of righteousness, king of peace. Uh, Janeza, read that part for me. Good job. All right. So now his identity, he's the king of Salem. He's the priest of the Most High God. The meaning of his identity is the king of righteousness, the king of peace. And what we see in his character, that he was generous and kind to the warriors of Abraham. <laughs> right? And so we see that uh, right here because it picks up. And, it says, and the king of Sodom said unto Abram, give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. And Abram, Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand unto the Lord. The Most High God, the Possessor of Heaven and Earth, that I will not take from uh, take from a thread even uh, to a uh, shoe, shoe latchet, that I will not do anything that is not that is done, lest thou should say I have made Abram rich. Save only that which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men which went with me, Anir, Eshcol, and Mamre, let them take their portion. All right, so. He's generous, this guy is generous, and he's kind, and and he's going to receive tithes from Abram. Now, that's going to mean something, too. The fact that um, he receives tithes from Abram, what does that say? What? He's respectful, Yes.
1: All right, so keep your finger
0: right here, Genesis 14. Well, let's turn over to Genesis, I mean, I'm sorry, Hebrews 7. And we go over here to Hebrews 7, and Veronica, I want you to read for me in Hebrews 7, and I want you to read verses 1 through 3. She's like, oh my, goodness, you turn that, you can call Reverse verse 4. Now consider how great
1: this man was. Of himself, Abraham the
0: of All right. So now Abraham is considered great. But he comes, he runs into Melchizedek. And he gives a tenth to Melchizedek. So what that's saying is that Melchizedek uh, uh, is it, it, greater even than Abraham. Re- Abram. Abram he's greater than even Abram right and so it says uh, um, and we, and, and Hebrews said, in Hebrews wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge and lay hold upon the hope set before us which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into, the, into that within the veil. Whether the forerunner is for us uh, entered even Jesus, made and high priest forever and ever after the order of Melchizedek. Forerunner is for us entered even Jesus, made as the high priest. So what did Melchizedek do? He recognized Abram as the victor of the battle of the kings. He blessed Abraham uh, to be blessed be Abraham, the God most high, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed uh, be God most high who has delivered you, your enemies, into your hands. Now, while Melchizedek accepts tithes from Abraham, or Abram, Abram refuses any and all generosities from the king of Sodom. Why do you think, Cheyenne? There's a few things we need to see here. Abram comes, uh, he runs into this guy who is the priest of the Most High. He gives him a tenth. Now that's already teaching a certain principle there. What principle is being taught there uh, about God's expectations of his people? To give. He expects uh, expects, uh, his people to give. Abram is an example of that. He gives. Right? And he gives. Does he give? Does he have to ask him? He gave willingly. When in the presence of this great and most unique man, he gave to him willingly. Right? So then he gives tithes. But now what happens is the king of Sodom says to Abram, here's the thing, you beat us, you beat us, you won, and it was custom in the Arab world that when you beat, uh, when they, when you uh, were to plunder uh, a, a certain city or, or people, then what would happen is a division. Meaning, uh, the, the the king, the losers would be allowed to keep the people, whereas uh, the 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 victor would be able to take the spoils or take the money. So then the king of Sodom says, "Let me keep the people, and you take the money." Why did Abram refuse? Yes? As mom would say, Abram would be the to him. Absolutely. That's one of the main reasons why he did not. Because remember, this is the king of who? Sodom. Uh, and what do we know about the folks of uh, Sodom, Mike. The wolf? What's that? What? You said wicked. What are you saying? What she say? Yes, they're wicked. He's doing that talk up thing. Wicked. Okay. All right. So they were wicked. They, they they were wicked, right? So now this king of Sodom, being defeated, he's going to offer. He's offering it very generously, right? does it say that in the scripture, huh? Read what it says there. And I know this seems like this is some heavy lifting, but it's gonna make sense to you in a second. Yes. Now the uh, I'm trying to figure out because it was these four key
1: came- You know, like stuff. Is that right? Is
0: that yeah, because right? he came he came to get his nephew. He came to get nephew. And so he had to he had to destroy. Abram comes in and beat and destroys <coughs> them in order to get his nephew back. Right? So to him, he they think that he had the same kind of uh, the same kind of uh, purpose or focus in mind as these warring these kings. But Abram didn't have the same focus or the same purpose. He came to get his nephew, right? But then he he recognizes him as uh, the victor, though. And he says, because you won this battle, thinking that he's like anybody else, he offers to him what will be offered to anybody else, right? And which goes to the point there that because he had wicked motives, and, and maybe parents maybe you've told your children that <laughs> uh, and this goes to what we're going to be talking about later today in the dating and courtship uh, workshop take for instance I, uh, uh, has anybody ever been told you just don't take everything from everybody mm-hmm. why <laughs> okay. don't want to be. Obligated, right? You don't take everything from everybody because the most. And, and this happens all the time. You know you'll be thinking one thing, they'll be thinking another, right? So, so, so the thing is, uh, uh, it could be something like something innocuous. We'll say something like some sneakers or something, right? So. He go out and buy her some sneakers, right? She's like, oh, he's so nice. Got me new, you know, is the bronze or them funny pumas that um, those funny pumas that what's her name? Rihanna. The singer? Rihanna. Rihanna wears. He went and got me out these newest shoes. And you know, you know what I'm saying? He is just so nice. You know, he likes me he's so nice. Wants me to have the nice stuff, right? So you accept it, because we cool, <coughs> we just friends, right? But that's not his thought. His thought is, I gave it to you. Now you get What you say, sister queen? I said, you should give to me. See? I gave it to you, you need to give it to me now. Right? Now, see, so then when the parents, mama in there cleaning up. And after, you know whatever. She run across these shoes. Where these come from? Cause I know I didn't buy them. Where they come from? Well, you know, so so been calling. You know what I mean? He, uh, you know, I to go to school with him. You know, what I mean? he, he bought me these shoes. He brought them to school yesterday. I thought it was so nice. Mama said, "Hold it. Get them shoes. Back. Don't even wear them outside. Put them back in the box. Put the paper back around." Them. Put it back in the bag and you take it back. Now either you do it or I'm going to do it. What's his number? I call his mama Be get me taking these shoes back. Huh? Why? That's messed up, isn't it? Zori, that's messed up, isn't it? Because your mom be one of them ones, no. Mm-mm. Get him out of here. Right? Why, why? would that be messed up? You would think that's messed up. She won't do anything to you in here. I got you. <laughs> why? He was nice. He gave me some shoes for free, and she telling you got to take them back. That's a good answer right there. She said it's messed up because I like it. Samson wanted that Philistine woman. Why? Because he liked her. Because he liked her. in the Lord. Want people outside the Lord. Why? Because they liked them. Like yeah, 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 yeah. So then, so would, would that be messed up? Would that be messed up, heaven? No, don't act like you can't. No, because he is, as we know on the bus, he he's C-U-T-T, right? He's C-U-T-T tt and, and, and and that's a little in-band joke. But he see you TT and gave you some sneakers, right? And then G-Mommy is like, take them back. You go, why are you gonna be upset? Right, so sometimes, is it true that we can just be caught up in, we can be caught up in what? Yeah, what we like? What I like. But why is mama? Triella? Why? Why is mama tripping?
1: why is mama, why, is
0: mama, why are you gonna tell Genezia to take them shoes back? <laughs> experience. I already know. I've been down that road. It wasn't worth it too. Right? <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Yes, Cheyenne. Uh, no
1: one knows, knows the intentions of the gift other than the person who gave it. So mom or dad <clears throat> is playing on the safe side and turning in. Mm-hmm. they Play
0: on the safe side, like if there exchange like strings attacks. Well, let me ask you this, Cheyenne. Uh oh, let me go to Marlene first. while well, she's still got in her mouth. What you got? I'm gonna come back to you, Cheyenne. Go ahead. Oh, the payment is too high. Oh, the, price, the payment, the repayment plan is too high. Yes, <laughs> they've been expecting something from you, right? Now, coming back to you, Cheyenne. Uh, Maya told us that Sodom was a what place? Wicked. Now, if the Sodom by itself is wicked, and this is the king, so this is the king of what? Wow, the king of wickedness is offering you something. See, Cheyenne, that's how you know the intentions. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to come right back to you. Yes, Nico. So, uh,
1: when you put it like that, Abram is between the king of righteousness and the king of wickedness, and it's better to give to the king of righteousness than to take from the king of
0: wickedness. Hush your mouth, boy. It sounds like he studies sometimes. Yes.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, you know, it the, the intentions of the heart of people who are worldly are mm-hmm. much different than the intentions of the heart of people who are, are brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah. I'm Or not
0: but you know what? That's if, that's if you didn't give up your trust issues when you went down in the water. Why do you think we've been studying all this stuff about, about feelings and all that kind of stuff? Because when you went down in that water, you needed to retire those trust issues. But some people will come about the water as Christians and still have more trust for those in the world than they do for those in the Lord. Yes.
1: Oh, that's IRS, y'all. It has to be under a certain dollar amount; otherwise, it presents a conflict of interest. So, like, if it's a pin or something like that, you can accept that. So, I mm-hmm. say, do you think, like, if, if he gave her, like, you know, here's a, you know, I guess something smaller in scale, you know, compared to like the sneakers? Does
0: that does that change his motivations?
1: I guess he depends on who it
0: is and the friendship
1: that they have.
0: He, he could have. Oh, the, I like the I like the well. <laughs> I am saying. Okay. So it's a pen, right? But but now by experience, uh Triana, you think that will change the expectations? Yes.
1: If
0: you keep, taking it, they keep taking little and, little and keep, you know. Yeah. I mean still good, but, uh, Got all these pins. <laughs> <laughs> you writing cuz of me. Yes. Right and somebody is, Watching. yes, and somebody's looking out for that child, right? Like it, yeah, she might not like it, but somebody looking out. Yes, ma'am. Oh this boy got me raising cane before, but he didn't
1: expect anything back.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Yes.
1: I was gonna say the pen to the boy might be might have high value to him. It might mean something. The pen great. might have some high value, right? Has.
0: Right, and you know what? Sometimes I'm not saying necessarily this boy has this this intent, but here's the thing: sometimes let me take you to the street, right? Street game one on one, like my sister and I used to keep. Like, let me hit you the street game one on one, right? Sometimes you start laying foundation early.
1: That's
0: right. Then I already put the target on you. You know that. And just going to start working way in. Remember, Satan doesn't show up in the red outfit with the horns. Like, come here. Because you're going to run. So what does he do? <laughs> He's subtle with it. The best way, if you ever want to go hunting, one of the best ways to go hunting without ever even firing a gun is to go out in the meadow and just sit in the meadow with food in your hand. That's all you got to do, now, it take patience, but if you go out there every day and sit there with that food in your hand in the midst of all those deer, after a while, one of them, they're going to get curious. They're going to wander closer, wander closer. You just sit still. They'll wander closer, wander closer, and then before you know it, the deer will be eaten <coughs> right out of their hand. And then he even have to fire a shot. He can slit his throat. What you say, Shia? So because the others were alarmed, by fire. Ha! There you go. Yes. I'm saying the devil always comes as whatever you're desiring. devil you uses want. your desire. Yes.
1: Oh, I was going to say, as Triana, from experience, I've had people say to me, well, all this stuff that I've done for you, and all along, I was thinking, like, you're just... I, I didn't think anything of it. I thought you were just being nice and just giving me something, <laughs> but they like, I bought you this, and I took you here, and I did this, and oh, oh sorry.
0: Yeah. yeah, and let me flip it around. Like saying, uh, uh, like uh, Caleb talking real good and all that, him, him and him and Christian, right? But see, up there, they come, and, and, and little girls at the door talking about, you know, trying to, um, can you go to the park with us? <laughs> and, 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 and trying to give them little gifts and things, right? That's one thing my mother would never allow. She would, don't you take nothing. Don't you take nothing. And I know this from experience. Because I can tell you, real life experience, there was a time when when a a young woman did that, and all I was doing was trying to be helpful to her. That's it. Right? And I remember she came to our house. She walked in the door. My mother looked at her. She said, my mother said, stay away from her. That is a woman's scorn. She can't get the one who got her, so she'll mess around and try to get you. Oh, she came up with this story, all oh, she was going through, all this kind of stuff. And I tried to be helpful. I was in school, but I know I was in college at the time. I started sending stuff, sending stuff, sending stuff to me. I'm saying, listen, I don't want anything. I don't want anything. Kept sending, sending, sending. You know that would be rude for you to give it back. Kept sending, sending, sending. Right? And I was like, you know what? And then. Uh, calling, calling, and then uh, for what I did, I just started throwing stuff in the closet and leaving it there. Because lo and behold, long story short, <coughs> we would end up in, in, in small claims court. And she would be suing me for every single thing she gave me. Plus phone bills. From calling me. And gas every cent she kept and she accounted for it and then tried to sue me for it. right so here's the thing with that like Cheyenne said there's a safe than sorry right so then the parents are already saying parents can say listen this is not with no because this I don't know them you don't know them you don't know where they come, you don't know their intent you don't know their motivation I haven't talked to them you don't take anything from anybody right and you know why Abram says it because Abram says that he had lifted up his hand to the Lord What does that mean? Huh? He swore to the Lord. Swore to the Lord what? I raise my hand to the Lord. Exactly. Will people do that? Yeah. We'll to say
1: something Yeah. Yes. Um, at school, a lot of people, like, if you ask for gum, they'll usually give it to you. But there's just one girl at my school, because, like, I had a piece of gum, and she's like, well, give me that piece of gum. It was like, you know, like, a friend gave it to me. And she said, you know, after all that gum I've given you, you can give me a single piece. And you know, I like. See? <laughs> True
0: friends, somebody who's giving out a true motive. 1 Corinthians 13 says you don't keep account of those things, right? What it says about Melchizedek, the Hebrew writer says about Melchizedek that he was more than a common high priest. He predates the law of Moses by more than 500 years. Every high priest under the law has these attributes, taken from among common men, offered both gifts and sacrifices for sin. Thou's deadly with the ignorant and misguided, and he was like them. Right? So so this is saying something about the comparison between the regular uh, priest and the order of Melchizedek. Now, Abram, he said, I swore God that I would not, I swore before that I wouldn't take anything from anybody. Right? Because like you said, between the king of righteousness and the king of Sodom. Right? He says, I'm not going to take anything. And see, that's why, children. That's why, Genesis. That's why, Veronica. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now, Caleb. When they tell you, when the parents tell you, when the up, when they tell you, don't take it. Give it back. Because, because it comes at a much higher price than, you, than you're prepared or ready or even willing to pay. And you might say, but, 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 I don't, but I don't, you don't know them? Here's the thing. I might not know them specifically, but I know the word. I may not know them specifically, but I don't put anything past Satan. You don't even see, you don't understand, I'm looking out for you. So going back to what Sister Aisha said, like it could be, uh, uh, like with the IRS, a certain dollar amount, right? But even with, with, with where you work, right, could somebody take even that small gift and try to use that against you? So it makes sense to not even hedge your bet. It, may, it makes sense, like I don't even want the pin. And when I and when I used to work for the bank, when I used to work for Bank One, and I was one of the one, of the, we were one of the first uh, 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 teller you know, like when the you know when the debit cards first came out, I remember we used to call people, would call we would work on their accounts and stuff, and there was many times when people would say, you know, you were so kind, so helpful, so so you 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 you, you served me so well, and were so compassionate. Why don't you go ahead and take the, take some money out of my account and transfer it to yours. <laughs> No, they were serious. They were serious. Go ahead. Like, they were like, you I have, as you see, I have more than enough. That, and they literally said this to me. I have more than enough. Take a few thousand. You've been so kind. And I said, no ma'am, I can't do that. No ma'am, I cannot do that. What I've done for you was simply, I did it simply because it was right to do. It, I, I do it because of uh, 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 I did it because of who I belong to not even, for, not even about who I work for who I belong to and because I'm a child of God the ch- being a child of God says you be compassionate you be helpful you show, mercy. you show mercy so there are many times when my handle time would be long because somebody they might have been 80, 90 years old didn't understand how all this worked and I said you know what forget the handle time I'm going to sit here and I'm going to talk them through this and I'm going to walk them through this if I had to get off the phone and take some uh, uh, lunch time, whatever it was, I was gonna do that to help this person by the time they were, they were so so grateful. They was like, you just take take the money. I said, no, and then I would hang up. They would say, let me talk to your supervisor. They would talk to the supervisor, like, can I give him a commendation? Yes. Can you tell him to take the money? No, ma'am. Because Abram said, I don't want anybody other than God. <laughs> To get the glory for supporting me, delivering me, for saving me. That's something uh my, my mother would always tell like, you don't want to be beholden to nobody. But they'll come back around talking about after I hope you that's past it. <laughs> after I don't hope you. Yes. There's
1: a proverb that I thought related to this. Um 1022, it is the blessing of the Lord that makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it.
0: Right? adds no sorrow, meaning he's not going to throw it back in your face. Right? And so, um, now, here's the thing about uh, uh, no beginning and no end. Um, no beginning, no end. Here's the point. Because, see, some believe that Melchizedek was simply uh, a pre some believe that he was a pre-carnate uh, uh, image of Christ, because he was so unique. So they some think it was Jesus pre-carnal, right? Others think that the whole purpose of this, God was just to to, uh, prove a point here. He was made like the Son of God. So the whole reason why Melchizedek appears here is to show show that there's this priesthood. There's gonna be something greater than men, somebody greater than men. And when we look at Melchizedek, he said he had no beginning and no end. It means that Melchizedek did not inherit his, he didn't inherit it from his parents. He didn't get it from his parents. Uh, uh, Just like Jesus didn't get the fact that he was son of God from his parents, he got it from God. Right? So he didn't inherit it. So he had no beginning. Now when it says he had no end, it meant that when Melchizedek was done being the king, his throne wasn't passed on to anybody. So guess what you hear about Melchizedek once. And who do you hear do you hear about anybody like him ever again in scripture? No. You hear about Jesus once. Is there anybody after Jesus who can be who who has who is ascended to his throne? Nobody. So can you see from Old Testament and New Testament that that he was a type of Christ? There's going to be it's going to come somebody who is beyond and outside the order of outside of the order of uh, Melchizedek Uh, uh, and he's going to be even greater than, than Melchizedek see and so again when it talks about giving something and receiving something it even goes not just for the children it even goes to the adults which I said like we're going to deal with this in the courtship and dating class and all that because it even happens to adults you know you could be you could be dealing with somebody as an adult um, and, and you've seen this, uh, and you've heard about this stuff because uh, you've talked to a lot of people. You've heard about this. It might be somebody who, who, who this guy starts giving gifts to, right? Or, or he might he might he might slide a friendship ring up on her, right? Now, in off in his mouth, it's a friendship ring. <coughs> but in his heart, in the back of his head, it's what? A
1: relationship.
0: It's a relationship. It's a re- he just put ownership on her. Without even telling her, which is why you don't take anything from anybody. You remember your vow. God said, "I'm going to take care of my people." So then, I, that's my vow. My vow. I'm going to rely on God. While my young girls, my young boys. The thing is, you don't take anything from the world. You 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 depend upon God. Now, He didn't take anything except, except for which that was His 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 young men, the the, the very necessities, the things that they had eaten and used. He took those things, but that was it. They didn't want to get caught up. And that's a good way to get caught up, isn't it? <laughs> right? So what I'm going to do with this here, I'm going to finish Requeza going well, well the next, uh, next Sunday. But, I mean, that point that we just went over with Abram between the king of righteousness and the king of, or king of Salem and the king of uh, Sodom. Everybody see that point there? You see the power of that principle there. Keep it to that vow, keep it to that promise, trusting in God's promises. When you trust in God's promises, you have no need to seek the promises of the world or make covenants if you will. Because God has promised that he will provide. So we'll, we'll, go, we'll go more into this, and I promise I will straight, I will do all I can and straighten up my outline so it doesn't look like that. The, 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 the spaces got away from me. My tag. So I'll, I'll tighten that up so everybody can see that better, and uh, we're going to-